You are now listening to Asking for a Friend with Talk Doc, sharing insights through real, honest, and practical ways to improve your communication and relationships. Featuring your hosts, Dr. Pamela Kreiser, Meredith Edwards Nagel, and Taylor Polendo. Okay, so you said, Meredith, episode 26. Why is it a favorite? Me, me answer to Whoever. Mary answer because this is like truly one of her all-time favorites. Like yeah. she loves this episode so much. I, okay, I really like it. Quickly, I will say the answer why I like it with a caveat. If you re-listen to the episode 26, Perception Checking, why I'm upset with myself about that episode. <laughs> I like it because this team ship talk dockery asking for a friend Ness is about real shit, like real life things that we run into and that we want to grow from on a daily basis. And to me, this is some actual tools you can do or just not do because you don't feel like it. But the goal is that you use them. And it rings in my head often. I think about these steps often, although the other side of that was that I don't like myself in the episode is because I'm really bad at it. So maybe that's why I like it because it's the thing I know I need to get better at. It's so practical and there's a very specific formula so anyone can try it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it hurts when you just know the formula and yet you keep failing. So if you're listening to this for the first time, you can hear Meredith fail on episode 26. Yes. No, seriously. I l- went back and listened to it and I was like, I think I said a couple of times, yeah, people do that. And I was like, Meredith, you do that. What are you saying? People do that. You're people. <laughs> okay. But so the reason we want to do these real talks is to find out, did you really do it? Did you practice it? How'd it go for you? Mary, yeah. did you do it? You love this episode. You talk about it all the time. I feel like you, you mentioned this episode a lot. Did you try it? Did you do it? How did it work for you? Yeah, no, I, I definitely would say I'm trying it. I, I have a really hard time being neutral with my most intimate relationships. And I listened back and that was my trading comfort for growth challenge for me was to be more neutral in my tone or facial expression. I'm like, wow, I am really bad at it. So that, but that's what you're saying, right? The point of the real talk, we're not just talking about things. We do it right. Get on our level. We're still all learning this together. So yeah. And we want to like really improve. Yeah, Yeah, we want to really improve. So we could talk about something once, but did that do anything? Do you go, I don't know about you, but I think we've mentioned this. I go back and re-listen to things because I actually do want to get better at these tools. I think you even said that in this episode was that you can read about it. You could listen to it, whatever. If you don't practice, it will not happen. And you you will not be successful. Like it won't happen. Yeah. And that's my real talk that I didn't practice. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Although, 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 you said that you could use some of the tool yeah. and it still be successful. And I do think that I've used some of it. I haven't done a full on perception check because mm-hmm. it is awkward. And if you don't practice, you literally won't do it. You've mentioned it oh, several 100%. times in the episode. What it, you actually said, I wrote it down. This will, <laughs> wait, if you, <laughs> what is I can't read my writing story of my life. <laughs> wait. What? Okay, if you don't use this tool, we'll just make up what she said. If you don't use this tool, <laughs> this part of the tool in your toolkit, you if you don't practice, something in real interaction basically will not happen if you don't actually practice yeah. this tool. This will not be a part of your toolkit if you don't practice it in real interaction. That's what she that's, said. Yeah, that's that is more. like exactly what she mm-hmm. said. That is what I would say. Let's not just retalk the whole episode. I mean, go back and actually listen to it. But there was a really 
I thought powerful part where you said if you can use part of a tool mm -hmm. and it works. So mm -hmm. if you got more information, then it is successful. Yes. Then that's great as well. So I think I've been able to ask more questions. My question to myself is if they've been really neutral. And that's what I don't wow. know. So we've got to do yeah. neutrality. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I think what we should do is listen back okay. on the original okay. for a couple of minutes and just review what perception checking is. Okay, perfect. One well-known tool that can be used in these situations is called the perception check. A perception check is a carefully structured message format that has three parts. Perception checks are especially useful when we lack information. And using this tool, we can not only check perceptions, but we can get the conversation moving again. Adler and Town suggest that the formula for a good perception check has three components. One, a description of the behavior. Two, two interpretations. And three, a request for clarification. Here's how it sounds. I noticed you haven't said much during dinner, and I'm wondering if you have something on your mind or if you didn't find our topics interesting. What's going on? So let's break that down. First, we start with the behavior. I noticed you haven't said much during dinner. Second, we offer two interpretations. I'm wondering if you have something on your mind, that's the first one, or if you didn't find our topics interesting, that's the second one. And the last part of our perception check is a request for clarification. What's going on? Once you start to understand the component parts, you can start to hear the parts in play and interaction. So here's another example. Yesterday, you slammed the door when you left. I wasn't sure if you were angry or if you were frustrated. What was happening for you in that moment? Notice we start with the behavior, we have the two interpretations, and follow this with a request for clarification. The key is understanding the three parts of the formula. So when we describe the behavior, be sure to use the most neutral phrasing available. Don't use terms that add evaluations like when you were bitchy earlier or when you had that crazy outburst. Using phrases like this will steer the conversation into an unproductive path. Instead, say something like, when I asked you about your day, I noticed you stopped talking. This is more neutral and will steer the conversation onto a productive path. Next, we offer two interpretations as a way to move toward clarity. Remember to keep these neutral as well. In the situation where the other parties had a negative response, you could ask something like, was it because something happened or was it because something I said? Keep in mind that you're only offering these interpretations to get them to tell you more information. You're not trying to be right. And also don't load up the interpretations unequally. So don't say something like, was it because something happened or because you lost your mind? Of course, using lopsided alternatives and including judgment won't end up being productive on any conversational path. Last, we offer a request for clarification. And when you do this, keep it simple and keep it short. Use phrases like, what's up? Or what's going on? What are your thoughts about this? Or how should I be interpreting this? The workplace is a great place to try out perception checks. You might say something like, last month you mentioned I would be getting a salary increase. I wasn't sure if it was delayed or if I wasn't getting the increase. What's happening with that? Or when you said you wanted to be included on the project, I wasn't sure if you were saying you wanted to be the leader of the project or if you simply wanted to be consistently updated about the project. Which did you mean? Now, of course, the key to all of this is to get the other party to talk more, not less. It's about improving the communication. Now, I would offer three more tips as you develop this tool. The first tip is to practice. Sometimes people like to learn communication skills, but they like to read about them, not actually do them. 
This is not going to be part of your toolkit if you don't practice it in real interaction. So write some examples and practice using them in real situations so that you can find your voice. The next tip is to watch your nonverbals. Keep your nonverbal behaviors congruent with your verbal message. Use neutral phrasing and neutral behaviors because it's helpful to the other person. What isn't helpful is using neutral phrasing, but contradicting your own message with eye rolling or condescending tones, negative facial expressions, or other judgmental nonverbal behaviors. This isn't helpful because most of us believe your nonverbals express your real feelings more than your words do. So don't confuse your recipients with contradictory nonverbals. Keep the phrasing and the nonverbals lined up. The last tip is to keep your goal in mind. Remember, we use the perception check to get people to talk. Now, sometimes the other party will deny our interpretations and provide a third interpretation. So here's an example. I might say, I noticed you didn't submit your report by the deadline. I wasn't sure if you were unaware of the deadline or if your team was working on research. What's going on with your report? Now, after I deliver this perception check, the other party might come back with, I didn't meet the deadline because I was off work due to illness. Now, if this happens, you've still used the tool successfully. You were able to gain information. So remember, it doesn't have to be your idea. So don't get hung up on that. Instead, notice that the tool worked. You got more communication to happen, and that's a great use of the tool. So Taylor, how did it work partially? I mean, I think I've just been really trying to focus on the communication. This podcast has become like a highlighter in our life. You need to improve. And when you learn stuff, you just naturally want to practice the skills, I think. So I think I've been asking a lot of questions. I don't know if they're neutral. And do you do the two interpretations? Are you setting it up? No, I don't think I have been. I think that's the part I feel awkward about. But I'm going to practice with my toddler because I don't think he'll care if I'm awkward. <laughs> no, he won't care. He won't even know. It will really work well. It's like, mic drop, I'm done with the episode. I'm going to practice with my toddler because he doesn't care if I'm awkward. <laughs> like, no, that's but so great. The thing I thought was really funny was back when we were talking about passive aggressive behavior, I think it was episode 63, I asked my brother... <laughs> I asked him if he thought I was passive aggressive. And he's like, I don't think your words are passive aggressive. I think your face is. Oh. And this is something I've actually gotten in trouble for at work back when I worked at a restaurant, um, my expressive face. And it brought us to this episode where you talk about sometimes your face doesn't match your words and uh-huh. you're sending conflicting messages. I think I'm in trouble for my face. <laughs> so, And we believe your face more than your words. Yeah. I think I'm in trouble for my face too, Taylor. <laughs> Are you? Like, I think it's us being Italian. I, I love that. Yes. I'm going to tell people I'm in relationship with that I think I'm having trouble with my face. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, My face is broken right now. Yeah. If I have somebody's like, well, are you meaning that? Or why are you saying it like that when you look like this? I'm just going to just be honest and say, I'm just, I think I'm having trouble with my face. And maybe we'll just start there. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so we, we're contradicting the behavior with the face. Interesting. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to be neutral. Before we got talking about this, my, my first thought to defend myself was to say, well, that's because it shows how much I care. or because so Wait, I like- you're defensive on the perception checking podcast? Okay. <laughs> I'm all kinds I could recommend bad. a couple episodes on defensiveness for you. I, I have problems with my face. I have problems with a lot of other things. <laughs> If you're human, up top. (laughs) 
it's because I care. I'm, I'm passionate. So I'm not, it's hard for me to be neutral, but I don't think that that's really helping my relationships by not mm -hmm. taking the time to step back and gather more information. I'm quick to go with, let me see if the story I'm getting is real. And let me put that out there. Mm. It's not that I'm like, I want to prove that I'm right, but that I get it this way we could misuse the tool, which would be to make the mistake of only offering one interpretation and it's only the narrative that I have in my head. Okay. Is that like confirming biases or confirming stories you make up about someone and you just kind of look for the clues to check your boxes? See, I knew yeah. I was right. Yeah, that's a good way of saying that. Yeah. So that's why this two here is important because if I can provide two interpretations, then I have to get outside of myself mm -hmm. and the story I could be telling by offering another option for that person. Yep. So one, so I don't pigeonhole them into defending that one option that I create story mm -hmm. that I created, but two, right. I allow them to decide something which creates more conversation. Right. Think about what you're doing on a strategic level. You're offering two interpretations, which telegraphs to them, you don't have a certain point of view. Hmm. The fact that you're offering two interpretations is translating to the other party that you know there isn't maybe one fixed way to see this situation. Oh, like I'm open and understanding. Is that what you're so saying? I didn't know like if you slammed them? the door because the wind caught it or because you were mad. I'm inherently saying to you, I want to know what's going on and I'm open to what it might be. Huh. I never even thought about it like that. Well, I think that's where the neutrality has to show up. I was just thinking, Meredith, watch your tone, watch the way that your faces get checked that face, you know, but the interpretations getting creative in those actually will help you become more neutral because you're actually wanting to understand someone. Yeah. But you truly have to be actually open. So you can't just be wanting mm -hmm. to secretly confirm interpretation A, mm -hmm. giving a shitty interpretation B. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah. trying to get them coerced into A. Yeah. Yeah. You have to actually be really open. And then you're not trying to be right. So if they give you a third interpretation, you got the tool to work, you're a winner. Mm -hmm. Right. Because the whole reason for this tool is to either get more information or just to get them talking more, right? Yes. 100%. So door slamming example, because I think that's a good one. Yeah, that's great. Okay. When you said the options, did the wind blow? To me, if someone said to me, I'd be like, that's a smart ass thing to say. Okay. But it's getting <laughs> right? in context. I'm, in context. I, you're totally right. I'm just thinking there's a way to do it though. I could see. So you can't do it with Taylor? <laughs> she's going to go, hell no, the wind didn't blow. I slammed that mother. Yeah. <laughs> so, but instead of like, well, I'm trying to think that's a, that's a real one that could play out with people. Like maybe did the wind blow? It doesn't work with your brother. Doesn't work with, you know, certain people that are just yeah. not let you do that. But mm -hmm. you know that in context. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Know your person you're talking to and you give these options. I think so. The thing that I heard you guys say though, at the beginning of this episode is you haven't put it into practice as much. <gasps> so I feel like if we did some more practice, that would be helpful. Is that your way of trying to tell us a quiz is coming? It's exactly. Yeah. Here's how this is going to go. I'm going to give you the behavior. And then each of you are going to give a perception check. And whoever has the best one Ooh. wins a point. Challenge accepted. Just one point. Okay. okay. So the very first behavior is this. <sighs> mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. I instantly go snarky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Do you want to go first? You Unless, go first then. Okay. Hey, when... 
when when I heard you sigh, was that because you're tired or maybe you're thinking something you want to share? Please tell me more. Okay. Okay. Oh, that was Taylor. So bad. That wasn't so bad. You had the parts. Okay. I heard you sigh. Is that because you're overwhelmed? <laughs> Sorry. Or you were just or that felt or something felt really good. What's up? Your face. There's something wrong with your face. <laughs> <laughs> so your face here. didn't do it. No, what did my face do? There was some yeah, we can all replay that a few times. Just loop it. <laughs> oh man. And if any of you are listening on our podcast formats and you haven't checked out our YouTube, if you want to see Taylor make that face, you can go to our YouTube channel. Yep. <laughs> All right. Meredith All right. Wins. Meredith wins. By default, by default. What was my face? You had a little, you just like, had an unbelievable second interpretation. Or maybe. <laughs> All right. I want to go again. Let's go. Okay. So the person you're speaking to says, I guess. When you said, I guess, did that mean you didn't understand or you just aren't sure? What were you thinking? That was a fierce <laughs> one, Meredith. The laughing after is going to be. Yeah. I tried to but... smile because I was like, am I making a mean face? Okay. When I heard you say, I guess. Was that because you genuinely don't understand or you don't want to talk about this anymore? Maybe. Um, can you help me understand? Two good ones. You both win, but Taylor wins the point. No, they were both good. The only thing with yours, Meredith, is the hesitation sometimes can be condescending. Hmm. So you have to be careful. I'm not saying you were in that message. It no, just reminds me that when fair. we slow down the speech for people, we are mm -hmm. sounding a little bit like they don't get it, right? So we have to be a little bit careful with the speed. No, that's really good because I just had this conversation with my husband because he said the way I said something was condescending literally like 48 oh, really? hours ago. And <laughs> I was not feeling like I was inside, but now I get how probably that that's what that is. So thank you. <laughs> So just be careful about that. That's why we practice, because if we can seamlessly do these messages without people even noticing that that structure was in place mm -hmm. and we can get away with it, so to speak, with a successful delivery, then we can get those people to talk and it'll just go right on. But if you don't practice, then you have to slow down when you're trying to think of the second interpretation, mm -hmm. which could be misconstrued as condescending. Yeah, I see that now. Now mm -hmm. it's not just my face, but it's a little bit more. Got it. Okay. All right. So one point each. Tiebreaker. Yeah. Okay. The person you're talking to says, it's fine. Sneaky devil. I don't know who goes first. Is it you, Meredith? It's me. It's yeah. Me. And He's I stalling Taylor. This is the one that I deal with in, in real time with real people, real people. And I struggle hard to remain neutral. Hate the fine. So when, when you said it's fine, is that perhaps because you really don't want to talk about this anymore or because you're really okay 
with what happened. Um, what does that mean for you? Okay. That was like kind of part of mine. Can I? Okay. So plagiarism? Yeah. It plagiarized my mind thoughts, <laughs> which are thoughts. Okay. Uh, okay. I heard you say it's fine. Are you really fine with it? Or are you unsure? What are you thinking? <laughs> Damn. Is it that bad? I thought my face was bad. That was a genuine face of curiosity and care. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, okay. Man. Well, I'm not going to give anyone a point for that. <gasps> okay. I know. So you you both lost the tiebreaker. No, that bad? Sadly. We both just failed. No, yeah. I'm gonna. We'll do another one. I actually want to talk about what you two did that I am not awarding the point for. Oh, okay. Well, you had wrong. the hesitation before the request for clarification, Meredith. Oh. And when you hesitated, it sounded like you had a theory, mm. but you were just playing the game with me on the two interpretations. Mm. Yeah. If you have a delay between the two interpretations and the request for clarification, it seems like you're not believing me. Yeah. And then Taylor's just raining in the face still. Genuinely, how would you describe that face? Like it was your best like one was number believe. two. You had your face all dialed. It was great. But am I? I'm sending like a I don't believe you face or what? I don't know what my face is. Your doing. face says I call bullshit. That's what I hear. If I told you I was fine and you talked to me like that, I'd be like, she knows. That's my she job, knows. bullshit detector. I know. You're good at it. It's too good. All right. So your tiebreaker. Whatever. I'll go first. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> oh, God. <laughs> can't handle you. I cannot handle your face. They say if you talk with a smile, it sounds friendlier. Okay. Okay. When you said whatever, did you mean whatever I want? Or did you have something specific in mind? What did you mean? <laughs> I literally cannot handle you. <laughs> Real talk comedy. I'm trying so hard. <laughs> That's what you are. Me. No, I, the effort's there for sure. Uh, so real talk we just really suck at this is what, what we're getting at. okay okay my i'm gonna go hey when you said whatever is that because you want me to decide or you really don't mind picking uh what would you like me to do pretty good i'm gonna say both of you are winners tonight no absolutely not somebody no, out there one was email. not ahead of the other before you're both kind of struggling a little and then now i i thought you're both right there no i need an instagram message or an email to hello at afafpodcast.com who is the winner of tonight's episode <laughs> feel free to email in who you believe the winner was like that's actually instagram. a new format for the quiz i kind of like that Ooh, have the listeners pick yeah <laughs> i do like that the watchers right. would pick me today because of taylor's face but <laughs> So um, okay, so that is just more and more solidifying what we need to practice. Yeah, yeah, practice. In my notes today, I wrote this was my training comfort for growth was this area of practicing the mm -hmm. neutrality. And I was like, I have to admit failure to people out there. 
But did you improve a little? Because I don't think you're a failure. I think you, I bet you practiced. I bet you, I bet you tried, Merida. That was but a you know nice how to do face. It. That was a nice face. You just showed you know how to do it. Thank you. I think I am able to describe the behavior because I'm paying attention to people I'm in relationship with. I think I do that. I think I request clarification in a way that doesn't pigeonhole someone because I want to understand. But those two interpretations, you explaining it again tonight about even just like the pausing, doing one really like snarky one, one genuine one. I didn't realize how much I was probably, oh, I think I get this. And just going with that rather than, okay, if I'm really open to understanding someone when they say fine, when they say whatever, when they say I guess, phrases that probably trigger me and annoy me, (laughs) I need to take a pause in myself before I even start step one. Mm -hmm. I think if you're listening, you should pause this and practice those because honestly, just having to come up with something and say it, I feel like it helps a lot. Yeah, for sure. And so I would also give you another tip and that is you can also pick low stake environments. Mm -hmm. So let's say you're both in the kitchen together, you and your partner or friend or whoever. Mm -hmm. And you can say, were you using the spatula for the chili or did you want me to use it? You can practice two interpretation pairing Mm -hmm. all over. It doesn't even have to just be a toddler. Yeah, That's a great idea. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense though. Almost where it's an, like it's a very easy answer for them. Yes. Not emotional, not, Oh, you're being dramatic. Because some of these where you go, oh, jeez. If I have to go after that one, that's a lot harder. Yeah. Then are you using the scissors now or is that something I can do? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a great easy. That's pairing. so easy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's, yeah. In the cooking environment, you know, in a way that's not so pressure or pick, maybe I, that could be for you. So maybe pick an area that you know isn't so pressured. I know exactly where I'm going to use this because it drives my husband nuts that I put everything away as he's using something. He was like, I wasn't done using that. And so I I can ask, hey, did you leave this out because you're still using it? Or may I put it or see, I can't even do it. Or were you leaving it out for me? Okay. But I'm going to say for me to put away and that's not very neutral. (laughs) (laughs) You can do the same thing. Okay. Just were you, did you have it out for you to use it or were you leaving it out for me? Okay. Okay. Simple pairing. But that'll get you practicing that interpretation. The yeah. what's up or what's going on, just make sure it's quick enough to not be condescending. Yeah. yeah. What is going on with you? <laughs> what's up with you? <laughs> yeah. There's ways to ruin that, but don't yeah, do that. Yeah, just yeah. put on a quick yeah. clarification. Yeah. And then the only other thing I would add that we talked about the first episode is when you're describing the, the behavior, be careful. Yeah. Because if you under-describe it or over-describe it, you can get into trouble. So if I say something like when you threw your fit yesterday, when you acted like that, you know, I can... No, that's a good one. When you acted like that, that's... I've heard that. It's charged. Yeah. Sometimes the solution to that is to leave it off. Okay, we know you slammed the door, Taylor. I, I don't need to say that. So I'll just say when you left, I wasn't sure if you were angry or you were done talking. What was going on? I feel like it would almost derail the conversation they were like i didn't slam the door and you could get yeah. fixated on this thing is not so helpful at yes. all totally okay good point that's a really good point because that's sometimes yeah. how in an argument like that i could see and have experienced someone just like wanting to quickly control the disagreement mm-hmm. into something that it isn't really 
okay. then they focus on how you're wrong and it yes. takes away from their negative whatever behavior they did. So you're never actually like addressing whatever is going on. Okay. Uh -huh. So that's, that's a good a point. That's really good advice. Yeah, sometimes it's helpful to leave it off, but do it for a strategic reason. Do yeah. it because it's too hot to touch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So two new things I'm getting from tonight versus the last time we did this is practice in low stake situations. Yeah. So don't yeah, always good. think you have to practice this when you're really triggered. So me, I would every time I heard that it's fine, I'm fine. That's when I was like, I need to do this tool, and it would, <laughs> it would, it would get me right. The second thing I'm learning that I didn't think of before is you don't always have to describe the behavior. We already know what happened. Just get into giving two options so you can better understand someone and request the clarification. Mm -hmm. right. And then you have a little less work to do. And that's if the behavior is obvious. Somebody threw down the newspaper. Mm -hmm. We don't need to say, when you threw down the newspaper, you know, it's, yeah. we're both there. I can see how when I do that, that is the condescending part. And I'm like, try to hurry up. But sometimes you have to identify the behavior because they don't know if it's later, like in a okay. time sequence where there's distance. Mm -hmm. Let's say the door slams on the way out. You can say when you left instead of when you left and slammed the door because they're going to say, I didn't slam the door. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And our debate's now about the behavior, not about mm -hmm. the interpretation, which mm -hmm. you just said. So when you left, I decided to not put the slam door in there. When you left, I wasn't sure what to think about our conversation. Was it because you were unhappy or was it because you didn't feel like I was hearing you? That's so good. Right. And this is why you're the talk talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like I, yeah. I think I would immediately use this tool and be like, describe behavior. I'm so literal when you left and slammed the door, like, and then now we're in a fight about something else. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mayor challenge. We have to text each other one time this week and you should do this with your friend. If you're listening when we used this tool Get a, get a trusted friend and check each other to see if you've tried this tool once this week because it's yeah. going to come up in real time. In fitness, we have people that we keep accountable. Like, How are we going to get better if you're not doing this with someone? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I like that. Perception so, check, buddy. So Dr. K, can you just text us, watch your face, and <laughs> practice... <laughs> And do yeah. some low stakes interpretation practice right <laughs> now. Stakes. Yeah. Yeah, that's no, that, that seriously, these are the, I'm, I'm really glad we're, we real tucked this one up because those two things I think can be really useful to try this in, with when you're not emotionally triggered, mm -hmm. something simpler that you can actually be objective about mm -hmm. and don't always be so blatant about the behavior if it's, if you find it's unnecessary or if it's, you know, it's not going to get you anywhere. Mm hmm and as we go into the holidays, I feel like this is so like a great tool to take oh, with you, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. This is a big one. This is Can one to pack in your bag. And I think just to wrap up to say, remember you're checking your perception. Mm -hmm. That inherently means when you check it, it might be right and it might not be right. Because it's not validate your perception. It's not right. perception validation. It's right. perception checking. Yeah. When you're perceiving something, you are learning to be more aware of the reality, not the thing in your head. What you've taken in, the stimulus that you've taken in, you've made an interpretation of it. Okay. You're going to make another one also, or you're okay. going to maybe make a third one and only give the second and third one. I mean, you can do, you can do whatever you want, uh -huh. but they that's give you sad. the checking information back mm -hmm. and that's how you know. But the best part about the tool that I would say from using it for many years, getting people to talk especially if they don't pick yours, but they just start talking. 
all of a sudden you have a lot more information. Mm -hmm. And it's very, very good for relationship building. Once again, thank you for joining us today. Please remember to rate, share, and subscribe to our podcast. And thank you for listening to Asking for a Friend. Let us know what you thought of the episode. Our email is hello at afafpodcast.com. This show is for educational purposes only and is copyrighted. Written permission must be granted before syndication or rebroadcasting. Thanks for listening to Asking for a Friend with Talk Talk.